0: It's the Duck Logic Comedy Half Hour. 30 ish minutes of sketch comedy, improv, songs, and whatnot pulled from the audio archives of Duck Logic, a Chicago improv group that produced their own two hour comedy show called The Cavalcade that played on WLUP AM 1000 radio in Chicago back in the day. Plus, there's some new stuff thrown in for good measure. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a kooky stroll down memory lane with Duck Logic because
1: they're wacky comedy guys just a bunch of comedy guys funnier than
2: they realize those wacky kooky cut up comedy
0: guys and now duck logic puts the joke in context it was about five months into the comedy group's weekly two-hour radio show on wlup am in chicago called the cavalcade and the guys thought you know what would be funny let's produce a show where we pretend it's our anniversary but not our five month anniversary, we'll pretend it's our 50 year anniversary. And then on top of that, let's pretend it's only 49 years for some reason, and we're celebrating one year early. Get it? Sure you do. The Duck Logic jokester sprang into action and whipped up a pretend trip down Duck Logic's made up history. They wrote documentary segments and played snippets of skits they pretended came from that time. They also pretended there was a huge gala at a popular Chicago theater venue where former cast members and fictional characters gathered for the occasion. So, put it into context. Turn back the clock, and imagine it's a Saturday night and the cable went out, and you're stuck listening to the radio when this comes on your cool, stackable entertainment center. You know the one with that newfangled CD player and a turntable on top.
3: What are you doing? What is this?
4: This is some 50th anniversary special.
3: What does it go on a reel, or Do you put a cassette
5: on it? What do I do?
4: Uh, Yeah, you can just give me the reel, and I'll give it to uh, Walter. What does he want me to say? The comedy cavalcade? Yeah, I'll tell you something. Uh, Oh, God. The memories I have. You know, I'm uh, from Fond du Lac, uh, Wisconsin. In 68, I would be there in the middle of the night, right, with my head under the covers, and the lights off, and a stiffo in my hand. I would just laugh, and I'd laugh until, like, my sides would split until I would wet the bed. My mother would wake me up, and she'd say, you wet the bed? And I said, I wet the bed because I was listening to the comedy Cavalcade with uh, with Duck Logic. And she, even then, she remembered, because she used to listen to them when she was growing up in 1920, when they first started, actually. And i got to say, seriously, if if, uh, you people have never heard these guys they're the best. Congratulations to Duck Logic, the comedy cavalcade on your fiftieth anniversary show. And 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 God, I only hope you have fifty more years of great fun and, and good times. And and if you can make people laugh like you made me wet the bed, then I think you've got a lot of great, great years ahead of you. God bless you all, you boys, you funny boys. God bless you. This is Jonathan Branmeyer. Good night. You're listening
5: to WLUP AM 1000 Chicago, and this is the 50th anniversary of the Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade. And I'm, I'm glued to my radio, Dave, and it's kind of painful. Yeah, well, just don't try to pull it away. Okay. We'll get some hot water on that for you All a little right, bit later. Thank you. You know, the second hour tonight of the Big Extravaganza is sponsored <laughs> by Armstrong Mutual Cigars. Cigars that, uh, smoke. <sighs>
2: I'm puffing on one right now.
5: It smells good too. That's the nice thing about Armstrong Mutuals—they don't stink up the room for the people around you. So let's get on to make a little bit of money with those folks, and we'll get back into the fiftieth anniversary celebration.
2: And now the humidors for Armstrong Mutual cigars. One, two, three, four. It's
1: so
5: satisfying. Armstrong cigars have uh, been in the family a long time. Uh, my father, he smoked mutuals for years, and then uh, my father before him started on territorials. Well, the Nickelodeon, sure, I tried those. Those are my favorites because uh, they're smaller, and they're only five cents. That's a great buy in a cigar these days because, hey, cigars, you know, good ones are hard to find, and they're expensive, uh, My body starts to quiver about halfway through the day and I need something to settle me down so I take a little break and I have myself uh, an Armstrong Nickelodeon. It's it's good. I finish it real quick and uh, I'm satisfied. I feel good inside. Satisfying. I I, uh, smoke them with a little less effort. Uh, It it satisfies me. Fits right in your hand and you can do it in a 10-minute break. Then I smoke it. Which is a good cigar that they got what the women like to call style. I like them. I like them a lot. (laughs) I really like them. I'm
6: Stosh Yanahan, custodian for the Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade. I've been cleaning up their act for 50 years. Coke cans, pizza left leftover damn stogies. Papers piled in the corner, even filthy language. That Seinfeld kid was the worst thing. I don't even want to talk about it. Hideous stains on the carpet. And you know how much they pay me? Anyway, I'm Stosh Yanahan, custodian Duck Logic. All that bunk.
2: The Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade, the bright spot on your radio dial.
6: Fuck over that cash now!
7: The end of the 50s was drawing so near
8: that people kept writing the wrong date on their checks. Deciding that rock and roll music was only a fad, the new cast of the Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade set out to mold the comedy of a new generation. The cast included names like Martino Fatino, Woody Allen, T. Fickle Newsome, Severin Darden, Tyler and Rogers, and two former alumni, Vinnie Quay and Bob Berg. Pulled from the archives, this clip from 1958 shows another popular ongoing segment called Hey There, Vinnie.
1: his job. A guinea some Victor, is up to his tricks. They keep him around just for kids. We're a family where everything's okay. Let's drop in on BS Mr. Quay. Hey there, Victor. Where are you off to?
8: I'm going over to Ricky's house to lend him this monkey wrench, Uncle Bob.
1: Oh, don't be silly. Ricky's parents wouldn't let him have a monkey.
8: Uh, No, Uncle Bob. It's for his car.
1: He he needs a monkey for his car? Uh, No, he needs a wrench for his car. He's a grease monkey. Oh, oh. In that case, see if his mom's got a good recipe for baklava. Uh,
8: Sure thing, Uncle Bob. (laughs)
1: Uh, where's Victor off to? Oh, oh, he's going over to Ricky's with a Grecian wretch because Ricky's folks won't let him have a monkey for his
2: car. (laughs) I used to use a map and compass for Bob's explanations, but I always ended up right back where I started. So for all our sakes, why don't I just move on to this scene? (laughs) You didn't forget that my boss is coming over for dinner tonight, did you, Bob? Of course
1: not, but I do think it's pushing it a bit far, leaving me reminder notes on the toilet paper.
2: What are those workmen doing out in front of the house, Bob? Well, I
1: know you wanted to impress your boss. Uh, The other day, after your golf game, I heard you say that he had a severe handicap. So I thought I'd have a ramp (laughs) installed. Ouch. Something tells me I'm going to need that ramp by the end of this show. I'm going to go and check on the bread.
2: I think I smell something burning. (laughs) It's probably that stogie sticking out of his mouth. (laughs) You know, that reminds me of the time my cousin Daryl came to visit. I made a remark to Bob that he always bit off more than he could chew, so Bob served all his meals dice. <laughs> Once I told him that I got us double dates with the waitresses at Joe's Grill and that we'd be going Dutch. When I showed up at Bob's, there he stood with a bucket of paint in each hand and uh, wooden shoes on. <laughs> you figured out. Hey there, Vinny.
1: Hey there, Ned. I just dropped in to ask a little favor. What else do you drop in
8: for?
3: Oh, you know, it's my anniversary tonight, and I finally bought Marge that dining room table
1: she's been wanting.
2: Now that's romance. (laughs) Anyway, I told the store to deliver it here so I could keep it a surprise. As long as the delivery boy has a handicap. What? Nothing. I think I've been living with
1: Bob too long. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Bob, keep this under your head. You know how
2: Bob is with secrets. Yeah, like money. He can't keep it to himself. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Ben. I'll see you in a little while. Not if I see you first. Oh, you cook.
1: Hi, Dad. Um, hey, what's going on out in front?
2: Uh, trouble with a capital T, and that rhymes with B, and you know who that stands for. Oh, yeah, I got Uncle Bob's recipe for, uh, baklava. <laughs> Let me see that thing. Uh, I'm gonna go out in the kitchen and check under the hood for missing parts. Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, Victor, have you seen your father?
8: Gee, I, I don't know how you missed him in that little skinny hallway.
1: Oh, that must be Viddy's bus. Go get your dad, Victor. Uh, okay. Hi, Acme Delivery Service. Howdy. Uh, where's your wheelchair? Huh?
6: No, no, I've got this dining room table to deliver.
1: Well, you didn't have to bring your old table with a leaf in it. Our seat's up to eight.
6: You don't understand. I'm just making a delivery. I've got to get back
1: to work but I'm making your favorite dessert, baklava. Oh, yeah, from Greece. No, silly, from flour, honey, and eggs. (laughs) I guess you do have a
2: handicap.
8: (laughs) Here he is, Uncle Bob. He was standing off mic the whole
2: time. Hey, uh, where's your wheelchair? Huh? Never mind. At least you're here in time for dinner. We're having baklava from Greece. No, No silly. silly. It's It's from from flour, honey, and eggs. (laughs) Where have I heard that line before? (laughs) Hey there, Vinny.
1: Hey there, Bob. Hey there, Ned. Oh, listen, I got the tables. Oh, great. Oh, oh, that's oh right is now. that yours? <laughs> yeah, thanks.
3: Hey, everybody. Marge has a big turkey in the oven, and I ordered out for Chinese, so we have more than enough. Why doesn't everybody come over to my house and celebrate? Oh, great! Oh, that's
6: a good idea.
5: Don't oh, you wow. have a oh, handicap? Oh, no, right. Right. Oh, where's your great. wheelchair at? I don't
6: understand. <laughs>
2: Just in on hideous, Mr. Clay. This is a Shelly Schmaltz a talent agent for Duck Logic over the so many years. And right now, we have a couple of young kids that I discovered hooked at their hips. And we did a little surgery, and since then they swung like rockers. And now here they are from 1906-0, the Everly Brothers. (laughs) ¶¶
9: large prop and enjoy the stylings of the area's brightest comic minds. Comedy County, the amusement park for people who love to laugh. Cavalcade. I'm Paul Harvey. Good luck. Hello. Uh, um,
2: uh, I'm Vance Allen, gopher for the Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade. Whenever somebody's too tired to get a pop, uh, too self-centered to send a note to mom or too belligerent to, to give a guy a break. I'll I'll be there. I'm Van Salen, Go over for the Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade. The Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade. The bright spot
5: on your radio dial.
2: Y- yes, 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 Mr. Dunlosky, be right there.
5: Alright, make sure you get that get Cream in the coffee this time for crying out loud. God, that Vance is such a dolt. What'd we hire him for? I know. He, he
2: stands around sometimes and
5: just looks at me
2: and, and just, waits for me stares. to say something. It's what? like you're, you're
5: going to say some <laughs> magical thing or something. Hey, heck? this is Dave and...
2: And Tim Black ties and Tail Thomas,
5: and we're live here in the studio at W L U P, celebrating the fiftieth—well, uh, one year early anniversary of the Duck Logic comedy oh, cabal.
2: Mesmerized by the memories. Well, this has been that. incredible. How
5: about that "Hey There, Vinnie" episode?
2: Oh, that—that's really classic fifties stuff. It's almost like you know what it reminds me of: Ozzy and Harriet. But I understand that Ozzy and Harriet uh, got in a little trouble, legal
5: battle over a script they ripped off from Hey There, Vinnie. From Hey There, Vinnie. Yeah, well, the problem is, yeah. see, they didn't have any girls in the Hey There, Vinny show, any women parts, and they figured that no one would even notice it. But and you know what? I'm surprised that back in those days, it's a little controversial to have two men living together. Aren't you surprised they wouldn't have like an Aunt Harriet or something in there? I don't know. Maybe it was a, a contractual obligation thing. I understood that for a while, Vinnie wouldn't take a job without Bob, so it, it, it kind of had to go that way. As far yeah, as I, I, I probably, understood. yeah. Funny stuff. I tell you, in the next. Uh, what do we got left here? Forty minutes. I don't know how well, the heck we're going to cram an entire fifty years into the two hours we have here tonight. Maybe if we speak fast, I don't know. I don't know. We'll just we'll see what we can do. We'll try to we'll try to pump everything yes, up. We're I'm only sorry. up to about what 60, 60, 1960 because 60 yes. the uh, the Ugly Brothers song that just played. We will be going live over to the Vic Theater and find out how Walt's doing the next segment here. He's probably been dipping be into the champagne, no one. He's probably go having on. a great party. We're sitting <laughs> over here with uh, we got Vance to bring us coffee, and uh, at least we have the tuxedos. You look yeah. good tonight. Yeah, you do too. Because we're supposed oh, to be going party ourselves after this is over with. This is the only week we've been allowed to not wear our uniforms. We usually wear uniforms with our little name tags on it. So a little know. Duck Logic uniform. Yeah, yeah. God, they're and so And they've been charging me like like twenty five ninety five for the thing. And you, I only have one. And I have to keep it clean. I have to come in with a cleaning <laughs> week. I don't know. <laughs> it's just. Cleaning it's really, bill is it's ridiculous. Like polyester, these stupid uh, big uh, they still have the big lapels on them. They must have got them like from a used warehouse from an old pizza joint or something. Exactly. Burger uh, King. Yeah. I don't know where the heck it's coming from. But we're having a fun time here at the 50th anniversary. I'll tell you that. That's true. And uh, there's a lot of fun stuff coming up. We're going to be going Steamboat George uh, McGillicuddy McGonagall 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 How could anybody then.
2: forget that man He was he, he was He was the turning point For the
5: 60s Now see my older sister Marched In many of the marches That he led Up on Washington I know he went to Washington One time And uh, was marching against uh, Leftover trash in the streets Or something See my he brother was. He was a total burnout He blew it I And mean, he was like on, I don't know Some kind of drug
2: And uh he marched, too, but he would bring, like, drums, you know, and play Sousa things while
5: people were going to be. Yeah, see, it was a different kind of march, oh, I think, scary. that they were doing back yeah. then. Yeah, So it's Steamboat George McGonagall. And there's, and there's an entire uh, stretch of everything he's done for like a ten year decade, so that's important. Be, uh, songs, no doubt about be it. Good too. So why don't we just move on with this? The big fiftieth anniversary, uh, uh, and uh, I guess we've got another commercial from the Armstrong Mutual Cigar Company. Exactly. I'm hoping they send us a box of those things over to try before mm. the shows. Over, I'm looking forward to that. So we're going to move right on now with another commercial from the Armstrong Mutual Cigar Company, and then back to the fiftieth anniversary of the Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade.
10: Uh, excuse me, sir. Um... I, c- I can't let you in like that.
5: Well, but I bought a ticket.
10: Oh, n- oh no, it's not the ticket. I. What well,
5: is it the way I'm dressed? I'm wearing a tie.
10: No, no, it's a very nice tie. Yeah, my but...
5: mother picked it out.
10: Oh really? She it's has nice. wonderful taste. Thank you. But it's um, it's the cigar. I can't let you in. With What's cigar. wrong with it? Well, nothing's wrong with the cigar. It's
5: an Armstrong Mutual. Really? World's finest cigar, since 1843. Mm-hmm. Look at it; it's totally ashless.
10: Oh, well, it smells nice, yeah. but um, it's against the rules. The other patrons, the smoke would uh, bother the other patrons. So. Have
5: you ever tried one?
10: Mm, no. Here, take no. a puff. Mm, okay.
5: <laughs> you look good with a cigar in your hand.
10: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I've uh, never smoked a cigar before.
5: You ever seen this movie?
10: Well, yes, lots of times. I, I've uh, seen it over and over again because I work here <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Mm. uh, Is it good? Mm. Oh, the cigar, yes. It's very good. The movie, too. The movie, too.
5: (laughs) Maybe the two of us could just finish smoking the cigar and you could tell me all about the movie.
10: Mmm. Okay. okay, I have a
5: whole box in my car. Oh,
10: really? Maybe we could uh,
5: smoke them after you get off.
8: Okay. Armstrong Mutual Cigars from North America's oldest tobacconists. Since 1843, Armstrong makes it mutual. Imported by Bartlett, Great Neck, New York.
5: I'll even let you keep all the little cigar bands.
10: I bet you say that to all the theater attendants.
5: Only when I like their double
7: features. What? Pulled from the archives, this clip from
8: 1960, featuring Warren Berenger and Tom Dreesen, shows how with it and topical the Duck Logic humor was. Excuse me. You're one of the first astronauts, aren't you? What did you do to get the
2: job? Wore this bubble on my head and got dizzy. Do You got an Elka seltzer <laughs> No, but do you think man will ever land on the moon? That depends on the driver. You mind tying me down so I don't float away? <laughs> Man's never been to space. How do you think he'll fare? Well, we'll get lost the first time. Then we'll bring a map and follow the legend, probably. <laughs> What's the best part about being an astronaut? The meals. I'm a big soup man, and it's all soup. Soup steak, soup sandwiches, all soup. Well, thank you, Mr. Astronaut. My pleasure, may I ask you one thing before we go? Oh, sure, sure thing. How do you get out of this space suit? I can't hold it any longer. Hello,
8: this is Walter Mitchka, live back here at the Vic Theater, downtown Chicago, for the 50th anniversary of the Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade, celebrated one year early. We got a great party here. It's incredible. The drinks are just flowing. The food is just there's a huge buffet here. I wish you two guys, uh Dave and Tim could see this right now and, and have some. Like I've I'm stuffed right now. We got great food here prepared by by Otis Wilson, the Cajun cook, in fact. It's a whole big spread of Cajun food. Hey, how you doing there? Hey, y'all,
7: are? I'm Hi. happy for you to be hearing me, our guarantee Well, that's great.
8: It's a great spread here. Uh, Thank
7: you yeah. for saying that, Walter.
8: Well, hey, no problem. It's, it's great to have you here for the festivities. What kind oh, of food
7: we got? Not to be here, too. We got a lot of things. We're ushering out the old year with a spring chicken seasoned heavily with father Time. Oh, that's oh, that was good. Yeah, I had some of that. That's tasty stuff. It's not fine, our guarantee tea. And we're ringing in the new year with baby pigs in a diaper. Oh, yeah, they're, cute. A, they're really a, cute. It's nice. It's yeah. real fine, and it's tasty, too. I got a resolution jambalaya, and that's where you take all the junk food you're planning on giving up for the following year. Oreos, candy, whatever. You mix it all up real good, add a whole bottle of Louisiana hot sauce and a bit of wine. You don't want to forget the wine. And then uh, once you eat that, you'll be sticking to your resolution all year long. Oh, I like you, really, you. really know you how to cook. You guys, Dave
8: and Tim, you're really missing a big Whee! banquet. I'm telling you, it's great. Cause I mean, you don't
7: want to miss these sandwiches here, Walter. Well, then, I know. I noticed that Oprah didn't miss any of those sandwiches. Nah, she she been took to two of right each. Fine. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I that too. Yeah, they're made from gallum bread dough, which oh, I made that myself, and that's, that's real good stuff. fine that's stuff. And feel- Don't
2: forget strawberries, Justine. You huh? Oh, well, it's Ilgi. It's Ilgi Yeah, i got a couple door prizes here for you, Walter. You oh, stop thanks. By i got uh, an aluminum yeah, door, uh, and uh, i got a screen door. That's nice. Greek strawberry uh, ice rink open every day, and you know, <laughs> you want to stop Aye. by. We're well, gonna have, have
7: a, a Cajun nice time time style, now. right? Cajun style. Nice Me and Huggy Boger for kink is gonna be putting some together for the two Well, of okay,
2: Hilgi
8: was part sponsor of this whole event. Thanks, thanks, Hilly, for all those strawberries. Hey. Don't thanks forget so to much. stop
7: by and have a slice of Old Lang Pie after you're done with it. Oh it's no, no, be no, real no fine. I'm, I'm
8: kind of stuffed, but I'll make room for it later. Well, that's about it from Otis, but we're gonna cut right now live to the stage where Louise Lasser. And uh, Woody Allen are just finishing up their hilarious death row scene called "Death Takes a Long Lunch," which they originally did in 1961, I believe, when they were when both of them were with the Cavalcade. So uh, let's cut right up to there now.
2: I can't go on living a lie. A lie. I love to go on living a lie. I could live a week in a fib, a stretching of the truth, resputing for a day. I can't grow the beard, but...
10: Now look, Norman, this is it. Here's your fraternity pin. I shouldn't have taken it in the first place, but I'm a sucker for whimpering and groveling. But, but, but... My lips are chapping here. Goodbye. I'll drop off your laundry at your mother's. She's invited me over for coffee and canisius.
2: Fine. Fine. Leave.
10: Okay, okay, I'm going. I'm sorry, Norman. Goodbye.
2: Go! Go back to White Bread, Long Island. Nondescript gestalt existence. I hope you end up driving a wood panel station wagon. I, I don't need you. I have the resiliency of the silverfish. I'm constantly in the dark on everything.
8: In early 1960s, young man Sanders hired a colorful radical from Western Illinois University who sang folk songs for pocket change and to pick up impressionable co-eds who thought he was sensitive. George Halibut, known as Steamboat George McGonagall, was the conscience of the 60s, the man who defined controversy and ratings triumphs. Gone was Tom Lear and his tame tunes of collegiate comedy. The new musical director was Steamboat George McGonagall, and he only knew three chords. But he used them to create a legacy of his own music that spanned a decade. From
2: 1961 came, I was working a big folk fest. All the folks were quite impressed cause I started a big protest. I was to blame for somebody's arrest, somebody's arrest, somebody's arrest. Got their mind outspoken, I guess. I caused a major mess, responsible for somebody's arrest.
8: 1962.
2: Somebody's Vietnam, somebody's Vietnam, dropped a bomb on somebody's Vietnam. 1963. Somebody's union, somebody's union, it's a lot of noon fun and some
8: The spring of 1964.
2: Somebody's civil rights march. Somebody's civil rights march. You better watch your food and your colorful starch. And somebody's civil rights march.
8: The summer of
2: 1964. Somebody's train wreck. Somebody's train wreck could really ruin your neck. And somebody's train. Fall of 1964. Somebody's crotch, somebody's crotch, it's a big Fandango in somebody's crotch. 1965. Somebody's Nehru jacket, somebody's Nehru jacket, it's a crazy racket in somebody's Nehru jacket. 1966. Somebody's tie-dye, somebody's tie-dye Did the wash last Friday Clothes were ruined by somebody's tie-dye
5: This is Dave live in the studio And I'm happy to say I've got a very, very special guest We heard a montage of his work earlier That's right And this is Steamboat George McGonagall I'm sorry I blew your name earlier, Steamboat That's all right, I've just gotten back from the closing of Halsteins
2: Just a couple of days back Back at uh, Lincoln Avenue. Tell a ya, touching memorial, I know. It no doubt. was, you know. I got a chance to sing some songs, you know. I'll tell you a little story about Roger Miller. Would you? I discovered him at somebody's party. Can you uh, believe it? My
5: God, and who would have guessed?
2: I lifted up a hat, and there he was snoozing away. Woke him up, I said, what do you do for a job, son? And he said, I'm looking to write some songs. And we wrote, somebody's dang me. Together. Some, somebody's dang, so, somebody's now, dangling. If I'm
5: not uh, mistaken, King of the Road was actually a tribute to Steamboat George. Yes, yeah, so it ended up
2: being that way, unfortunately. I told him, listen, don't bother, but Roger's a good kid, and I, I, I think you've well, everybody knows he's been a big legend since then, you know. Well,
5: I tell you, you are a big legend, and it is a real thrill to be meeting you here for the very first time. I, oh, my uh, my uh, older uh, sister was, uh, throughout the 60s, marching with almost everything <sighs> you did. Uh, she wore the tie-dye, she, uh, the civil rights thing, the, uh, the crotch thing you did. I'll tell you People what. People followed you, and I, it's just amazing to be in your presence. It's a,
2: it's a different time, though, Dave, the 80s are, because, you know, now I can't grow the beard up to my eyes. And down, way down to my chest like you could in the 60s, you know. I, I have to trim my problem. hair, too, and everything, you know. Ooh. And I don't have much to trim anymore. But I'll tell you, you know, it was a different time. And it was an exciting time. It really it was, was a weird time. time. Can you tell us
5: anything about Del Shannon?
2: Del Shannon? Well, there you go. Now, Del Shannon was a, was a boy who used to wash the dishes down at the Green Crab Lounge, which was a great folk
5: did he ever play out. at the Purple Malted Onion? You, the oh. Purple
2: Malted Onion, now you're bringing up a name from the past, <laughs> and a good one, too. It was a lot of fun playing the Purple Malted Onion. We would just get a whole bunch of us together and play G string, you know, the G and the F string, and then maybe somebody who was really good could play the C string. C string. And that was Del. Del ended up being, he taught me how to
5: play a C. Well, Del C Shannon trine. was with us for about two or three years there, and he never made it popular in, uh, until he had this runaway big hit. And, of course, that is Runaway. Here it is by Del Shannon. Lily Tomlin created what was to become one of her most recognizable characters during her stint with the Cavalcade. Here's what Ernestine the telephone operator sounded like in 1965.
10: One ring-a-ding-ding, two ring-a-ding-dings, three ring-a-ding-dings, hello, is this the party to whom I am speaking?
5: A few months later, when she left the show for and Martin's Laugh-In, a long legal battle began to determine who had the rights to this particular catchphrase. In the end, the cavalcade won, on the basis of the phrase in question occurring numerous times in the show's theme song. Miss Tomlin was forced to make the change from one ring-a-ding-ding to one ringy-dingy. Miss Tomlin became rich and famous. The cavalcade's
7: theme song didn't.
2: Hi, this is David Steinberg. Now, I heard it's your birthday, is that right? Happy birthday. Hi,
7: this is Joey Bishop wishing you a very,
8: very happy birthday. Hi, this is Norm Crosby, and congratulations on your birthday. You know, I'm a student of uh, medical uh, and uh, histrionical law, and I found out something. When my wife was stagnant, I went to the obstetrician, and I know what birthdays are. It's that moment of rupture, that cumulative point of junction, when husbands and wives create a tiny spark of life. And do you realize when that little seed is only 17 seconds old, it has already swum a river of spermalazuda up the pistachio tube into the ovarian delta. And it's laying there going, (sighs) 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 for seven months of osmosis nourished by the placenta until the ninth month, when the promulatory muscle pushes the fetus into the ovarian duct, which tips it over to the cervix, which opens up so the stork can come and grab the kid and throw him down the chimney. Isn't that wonderful? Happy birthday. Hello, this is Walter. I'm at the uh, Vic Theater. The great thing about this 50th anniversary celebration, and this is incredible, is that we got so many different people here from all over the entire 50 years of the cavalcade. I don't know if you can hear... uh, it's Frank Sinatra just singing in the background with a big band. He brought a 25-piece band in, orchestra, I guess. Anyway, we got so many people have been performing here tonight. They're making an album. The sound truck is out front. They're making a commemorative 50th anniversary Duck Logic album. We get to hear some of it now as it's happening. Anyway, one of the one of the most famous skits from, I think it was 1971, was the audition i know you people out there are familiar with it the audition skit one of the originators of that skit was judy groper who later went out to the ace trucking company i don't know if you remember her from electric company she and david steinberg who, uh, he was 61 to 63, I have written down here. Those two are going to do the skit with Tom Poston. Tom Poston, who is with the group from 52 to 53. I think it was about six months there over Christmas just to tide him over. But he's in the skit tonight. Tom Poston, Judy Groper, and David Steinberg. Oh, they're just getting ready to do one of the, the most favorite of everybody. I, I don't know anybody who doesn't like... The audition. You'll know what I'm talking about when we get to it. Here they are. Oh, here they are. They're starting now. Okay. The audition.
2: All right. Send in the next one. Uh, Yes, Mr.
10: Sirline. Tip. Uh, uh, Michael Terrier. Yeah. Uh, You're next.
3: Thanks. Uh,
2: Thanks. Thanks. Uh, Hi. Uh, good morning, Mr. Terrier. I don't seem to have your portfolio here. Uh, that's because
3: I don't really have one, you know. I haven't acted a lot uh, on a stage and all that, but but I brought my high school yearbook. See, there's, a, there's my picture. It's kind of small. There's, uh, there's a real good of picture of me in the A.V. club.
2: That's very nice, Mr. Terrier, but don't you have any experience, any viola spolin theater, storybook theater, anything at all? Oh, I was
3: Mr. Wiggly in As the Worm Turns back in, um, third grade. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was fifth grade. Was, no, wait, what is,
2: what is this? Family? Is this guy your maybe. brother or something? It's know. like Shostakovich Nightmare third third here. Oh, oh, Mr.
10: Sirline Tip, this was, is a uh, community I, uh, theater. I and um, the these, are, uh, the these are open third. auditions. Um, and I'm not going to turn anyone away who wishes to, no, to no, try Mr. out. Spalding oh, teacher. all right. All right um uh, besides uh, uh, he does have a nice uh eighth stage eighth presence eighth uh, eighth thrilling eighth
2: mr terrier do you have uh. something prepared for us oh
10: uh, uh, yeah yeah
3: it's it's something i do where i work i, I work in a restaurant uh, i'm a cook I, I cook food how wonderful and i do this thing and everyone at work says it's really great they said i should be on a stage you know
2: Yes, you and Olivier. Fine, fine. Could you pick it up a little, Mr. Terrier?
3: Sure, sure. Uh, there's this thing I do for the guys at the restaurant, and I'd like to do it now. <clears throat> okay.
2: Stella! 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 Stella!
6: Stella! 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 Oh, Stella, baby! Hey! Stella, Stella,
2: Stella, Stella, Stella! Stella, Liz, Stella! what is this? Stella, Stella, Stella. <laughs> um, unusual Stella. choice, don't you think? Hey, Mr. Terrier, hey, you do realize you're auditioning for The Taming of the Shrew by William Shakespeare, don't you?
3: <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm not a dope.
2: Oh, where was I?
3: Stella, 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 baby. Okay.
2: Stella! Stella, Stella, Stella! Oh my god! Like Mouillère on acid here! What's wrong with him? Stella, Stella, Stella! That's fine, Mr. Terrier, great stuff! That's enough! The cut, Mr. Terrier, shut up!
3: Uh, sorry. When I get into character, I kind of get real intense, you know?
2: I understand. I know it's method acting for you, Lee Strasberg. Just leave your yearbook, and we'll write your high school if you make the callbacks.
10: Oh,
3: okay. Oh, you know, I I do another thing at the restaurant with a carrot, and it's really, you know... That's
2: all, Mr. Terrier.
3: Uh, thanks, Mr. Tip, uh, Ms. Wilson.
2: Uh, bye. Good luck. You sure he's not from the Goodman? Uh, positive. Next!
0: (laughs)
5: In an interview on Career Corner in August of 1966, a young group of upstart musicians called The Beatles told host Joe Saluga that they were bigger than Sri Krishna. No one paid attention to the remark, and the group's promotional manager gave them all a good talking to for forgetting the rehearsed deity's name. A week later, they got it right, and the quote, The Beatles are bigger than Jesus Christ, would bring their name to the attention of millions of people who otherwise would never have noticed them.
8: On February 6, 1967, new cast members Phil Proctor, Peter Bergman, David Osman, and Phil Austin debuted a brand of comedy that head writer Vinnie Quay called, quote, too freaky for normal folks, unquote. Pulled from the archives, a clip called Waiting for the
7: Dietitian, But Someone Ate Him.
0: Hello,
8: this is Bill of Bill's Health and Novelty Shops, Inc. I'm not in right now. But if you will leave your name and phone number, I'll try to get back to you. Start at the tone. E,
2: Hello, Billy? Are you home? Hello, Billy? 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 Hello? Hello? Hey, where is everybody? Hey!
8: Is anybody here? Hello? Surprise! Surprise! I had no idea everyone's here. Well, wow, what a great party. I, I guess I'll, I'll mingle.
5: To get to the other side, the post office gave her her own zip code. Boy, are my arms tired. Because
2: you can use a pitchfork.
8: Excuse me, I need to use the bathroom. Oh, sorry. I didn't know anyone was in here. Sit down. But the, the, that's the toilet. Now just say the first thing that comes into your head, yeah? hmm
3: What? you think when I say fish? Uh, Sticks. Bread. Sticks. Peanut
8: butter. Uh, Sticks. Chicken. Uh, Drumsticks. Very interesting. Thank you very much. Okay. Oh, by the way, what do you do for a living? I'm a broker. Ah, for insurance? No, stocks.
10: Fourth floor, stocks, bonds, whips, handcuffs, Vaseline. (laughs) Fifth floor, chopsticks, kimonos, Japanese guys.
3: And remember, friends, do one to others unless you like it the other way around. And of course, remember, you'll never make a blue cent in the business if you count your rodents before they're hanged. Always remember and keep it near to your head that while you may be able to catch more fleas with money, you can't eat fish with a straw.
2: Boss, boss, they want you to go back on. Ah, so let them buy my records. Hey, boss, you gotta be in Toledo at 7, Topeka by 9, and Azusa by 11. I don't think you're gonna make it. Hey, did you hear that? Are you listening at all? Hey, boss,
6: where are you, boss? Well, let me get out the map here. Here we are over here. And there they are over there. Who?
0: Them.
8: Hamsters! I know, and... Hey, you, come here! Me, Shut up it. and listen. Oh. We're starting a rodent lib campaign. We're getting together with gerbils, mice, guinea pigs.
2: Right, boys? Yeah, 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 yeah! Spreading it very thinly. Now taking care not to upset the mixture, pour a generous amount of motor oil over the drying, crusty filament that we had congealing on the radiator. Make sure not to leave any lumps. When thoroughly mixed, the paste should be put in the oven to cool. By this time, the motor oil will have saturated the filament enough so that it can be rolled into a small.
6: Co- please fasten your seat belts, and do not touch the walls. What?
8: Why? Why can't I? T- when
6: the lights go out, please hold on to the railings provided for you.
8: Wait a second. At we're- the
6: sound of the tone, please state your name, age, place of birth and your next of kin.
8: My next of kin... (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. My name is William uh, Blake and... it.
6: Now, when the noxious gas begins to seep into the cabin, please feel free to pray or do anything else that will make your last few moments on this earth
8: happy. Wait, what's going on here?
6: No. No, it's no good. You didn't buy it. Open the doors. I'm out. It's no good.
8: What is all this?
6: Give him his one phone call.
8: Hello, this is Bill, of Bill's Health and Novelty Shops
5: And now another conversation with Johnson and Fred.
2: What's with the headdress, Johnson?
8: It's for an Indian rain dance, Fred. What for? To make it rain. You want to join me? Why? Every year, hundreds of gallons of water fall from the sky and it lands on the mountains and, and, and hillsides of the United States.
2: What are you gonna do? Go trout fishing in America?
8: Oh, the the water comes into the streams, ends up trickling through, down the mountainsides, crystal clear and sharp. Until Armstrong Mutual takes it and, and irrigates their tobacco fields with it. Well,
2: what do you need me for then?
8: I need all the help they can get. Because because Mrs. Armstrong's having twins, and they're gonna have to pass out an awful lot of
2: cigars.
5: Why don't you let Mr. Armstrong take care of that? We're the only major cigar company still irrigating with 100% pure spring water. Not Philip Morris, not Sir Walter Raleigh, not even the Dutch masters, but the Armstrong Mutual Cigar Corporation. We do it because we know it'll help. Sell our cigars. The Armstrong Mutual Cigar Company. The cigars with downright smokability.
8: Hi. I'm Kenny Davis, dangerous hanger-on for the Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade. Wherever the Cavalcade is, chances are I'm not far off. Dressing like various members and eerily transferring their mannerisms to myself. The phone is my friend. Whenever Duck Logic is on, I'm trying to weasel my way into their limelight. I'm Kenny Davis, dangerous hanger-on for the
2: Duck Logic Comedy cavalcade the duck logic comedy cavalcade the bright spot on your radio dial
8: you sure i can't have the studio number i won't give it to anybody you got an aspirin hi this is walter back here live at the vic One last remote here. The show is almost over, but the party is just going to go on and on into the night. The 50th anniversary celebration is just incredible. Everybody's here, and it's just kicking in the high gear. I've persuaded Spuds here, Spuds Merkel.
2: How you doing, Spuds? I'm feeling good. I, I don't know, I'm nostalgic tonight. I'm feeling that that vibrant energy of youth just all over this place tonight. Well,
8: yeah, I mean, we, we are a new cast. We're new as of, like, about three, four years ago. But you, you have been with the show for the whole 50 years. Half a century, You, you five were on the decades. original cast, right, uh, interviewing exactly. people and talking and doing what you do
2: best. Well, you know, over the years, I've interviewed people like Billy Friedkin from The Exorcist. Oh, The you know. Exorcist
8: guy, right, right. Woody
2: Guthrie, one of the greatest folk singers.
8: You mean that guy from Cheers, the bartender guy? The guy who's saying this land is oh, your that's land. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, OK. Yes. Right, and, I know. Okay, uh, you sure you uh, don't want a chocolate swirl? It's no, three and buds, a half thanks. cents. Thanks, uh, Thanks a lot. <laughs> See you lot. Oh, oh, here's here's John Ingblom, our
5: resident critic at large. <laughs> uh, See you
8: later, Spuds. Uh, um, Hello, Walter. So, so what do you think, John? What? what, what uh, it's a great party, isn't it? Well, it's a great Walter. gala event.
7: I don't know. This has been one of the most unimaginable run of the mill escapades I've ever had the unfortunate job of sitting through. Hundreds of cheap pastel-colored tuxedos combined with as many overdoses of even cheaper perfumes has never been my idea of a good time. I've seen it all before, believe me. Since I was invited as a guest and not on a professional level,
5: I decided to pay as little attention as was necessary in order for me to appear to be having at least a mediocre time. I mean, how much self-congratulatory well, patting each other yeah, on the uh, back it speeches seems like we're having is one intelligent with human your being supposed to be John. able to sit
7: through? Oh, that's about it. it John, before John. Walter, um, oh, we're out of time, so John. Uh, we really got to get back to the, the to to studio. Put...
8: To Dave well, and Tim. Dave and Tim.
7: Just as I expected. It's the same thing well, every time. Uh, they can't
8: true. hear um Well. <laughs> Gosh! Oh well, that's it for me, Walter. Here live at the Vic of the 50th anniversary you celebrated one year early is going on and on into the night. Thanks a lot for letting me come here and be here and enjoy what it's like to see all these stars in one place, it's in tuxedos and dresses and cleavage.
2: You wouldn't believe it. Take it away, Tim and Dave, back at the studio.
5: Hello. Oh geez, I hope they have some champagne left by the time we get over there, huh?
2: Yeah, and and, and what else? Come on, it's like twenty-five. Come on, that's like twenty-five years. What the What, we, what is We don't it? have
5: time, Tim. We got it. With the show's over at eight o'clock. Oh, God. I tell you I what, we we'll next weekend. Well, next week uh, from at the, at the normal time six to eight. We'll continue the fiftieth anniversary celebration. You promise? We'll go from sixty-eight and we'll bring them all the way up to now.
2: Wow, that'd is be cool. that is that cool? Sure I can I guess Okay I can so, wait.
5: so uh, set your comedy swatches and be ready for the show next week. Coming up next is another Saturday night special with Buzz Kilman and friends and you know that's going to be fun. Yeah. you don't want don't, to don't turn off the radio. So uh, hey, we don't have any more time. Stay tuned next week for the second half of the 50th anniversary one year early of the Duck Logic comedy Cavalcade. Thanks for tuning in.
8: Well, there you have it, the Duck Logic comedy Cavalcade. Two hours worth of funny words strung together in a row and presented to you with pride at no extra charge by the comedy group that just so happens to call itself Duck Logic. So don't forget to set your incredibly cool comedy alarm clock to go off 166 hours from now because that's when the Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade comes to you one more time. Until then, drive safely, won't you? And don't lick any railings. Good night. This is WLUP AM 1000 Chicago and
1: Wendell Fortescue speaking. Ring a ding ding.
0: Well, there you have it the Duck Logic Comedy Half Hour, show number 48, part two of our 50th, well, 49th anniversary shows. Featuring in alphabetical order David Dunlosky, Tom Giannis, Walter Michka, James F. Russell, and Tim Thomas. Special thanks to Jonathan Brandmeyer for the shout out. If you thought the comedy half hour was even mildly funny, tell your friends, your brothers, your sisters, strangers on the street. Spread the word. Follow us on social media because we need that kind of attention. Our website is DuckLogicComedy.com where there's tons of fun stuff to look at. Portions of this podcast were previously broadcast back in the day over the terrestrial radio airwaves under the copyright of Duck Logic Limited and the licenses of WLUP AM and FM in Chicago. And that will about do it.